Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, people? Jade, the host here. Sometimes I get questions from potential and prospective guests asking, what's your show about? Where do you see your show going? What is it that you really want the folks to know? I say, ask the folks. Hey, they are the ones that make the show what it is. When they call in, they have interesting ideas, views, and thoughts. That's what it's all about. See, I may be hosting the show or hosting alongside a co-host, but the people make the show and in turn learn, grow, breed, produce fruit, thrive from one another. (laughs) I likes it. I like it a lot. So join us at 773-897-6200. Three, five, and spread your gift of free speech. Jay Talks to the People can be found on iTunes, YouTube, Google, and Facebook. So people, be easy. Talks to the people at yahoo.com. 
be a part of the show. You can also add a voice, add your voice onto the program. Dialing through the program's phone line is 773-897-6235. So without further ado, uh, we're continuing where we left off on the last show. There was a dialogue between some gentlemen that were talking about homosexuality, abortion, and I believe the particular portion where we were discussing or the gentleman was discussing about when we create solutions or when we think when we're creating solutions, we're actually creating more problems around the original problem that we thought we were solving. So let me see if I can pick it up from there. All right, here we go. By the same token, we're polluting the planet. Uh, it's, uh, the planet is suffering so uh, we're suffering so much from the side effects of all this pollution, respiratory problems. The next generation just from the pollution in the air. I mean, look at China. They have so much manufacturing. They take so much pride in it. We're number one in exports, this and that. And everything in America says made in China on it. But look at the condition of China. You, you go to uh, see some of the pictures there. You can't even see the fucking sky because there's so much dunk in the air. I mean, how healthy is that to breathe? How many health problems that create? What's, what's the cost of being number one exports to the USA or making all the products for the United States? What's the cost to your life, to the quality of your life if you have to see a, a gray haze every day and you have to put a mask on to walk around and you have lung problems just because of you wanting to advance the technology? Same with cars. Want to advance the technology? Creating a problem with every convenience we have? The greatest problem. So you could say down the line, oh, well, uh, if we just change this issue, then we won't have that problem. But we got to look at the origin first. We got to make sure the origin is correct. Look at there's a leading founder of pizza right now in uh, where's it, Italy. I'm not sure exactly where it's at, but it's not built correct. The foundation of the building's not correct. It's uh, sinking into the mud, so it's at an angle. Now you could take ropes and pull it from the other side, right? And say, well, we've solved the problem. We've taken the ropes, and we're pulling the building on the other side so it's stabilized. But I would contend you shouldn't have built the fucking building there in the first place because the foundation, the, you know, they didn't take a proper geological survey. The dirt is soft. That won't hold the weight of that type of building. It shouldn't be built there, period. Or they should have stabilized the foundation before they even started. Now, we have the building built and it's leaning. But instead of solving the real problem, which, which is don't build it there in the first place or make sure this foundation is solved before you start building something, we're thinking of how we can fix the problem by creating another problem or another uh, kind of jerry-rigging solution that kind of solves the leaning problem but doesn't address the, the where it's built. Right? So, so, I mean, as you know, there's dysfunction all over the world. That's the guy's way. So that's going to be something you always have to do. It's like you can't just put out the two. So there's no functional way to address situations even though they're in dysfunctional situations. Well, you're, you're, you're basically saying, let's build a better cost here. Whereas I'm saying, instead, let's solve the cancer so we won't have the cost in the first place. You're talking about dysfunction as, well, we're just always going to have dysfunction, so let's just build a, you know, a, a Band-Aid fix in the meantime. Or we have cracks in the dam, we're always going to have cracks in the dam. Let's just uh, get more people to stick our fingers in the holes in the dam so we can plug it up and we won't have any leaks. Whereas my contention is, if we built the dam correctly in the first place, we wouldn't have to run around, you know, rigging all these, you know, uh, handyman revolutions that aren't addressing the real problem. 
around. We should have natural transportation and have communities that actually know each other and care about each other so that they should stay in the area and want to get to know the people around them versus just, you know, saying that transportation is the greatest thing and not looking at how it's damaging the community. So I would say that is my position. Now, there are other people who would say, uh, well, if we get rid of the car industry, obviously people are going to hurry, be hurrying for jobs, you're going to put people out of work, people are going to be starving. Uh, same thing with single mothers. You know, people say if single mothers have babies, the government should subsidize their baby-making factories and just give them free money. My position is, fuck that, don't give them any money, let them starve. And you say, oh, that's cool, you can't let people starve. What about, the, what about the children? I mean, won't the children be affected? Just like similarly, if we shut down all the car factories, won't people working at the car plants be affected? Yes, they will, detrimentally, as they should, just like with single mothers. Uh, having babies they shouldn't be having by themselves. If you don't give them money, yes, they will be affected. They will be affected in an adverse way, as well as their children who had no say in the matter. You know, they're innocent, so to speak, and that they didn't have a decision to be born, but they will suffer because the single mother put them in the position in the first place to suffer. We should... Alright, folks, you're listening to Jay Talks to the People Radio. And at this time, we'll take a quick service announcement and station break. Stay tuned. What's going on, people? Jay, the host here. Sometimes I get questions from potential and prospective guests asking, what's your show about? Where do you see your show going? What is it that you really want the folks to know? I say, ask the folks. Hey, they are the ones that make the show what it is. When they call in, they have interesting ideas, views, and thoughts. That's what it's all about. See, I may be hosting the show or hosting alongside a co-host, but the people make the show and in turn learn, grow, Breed, produce fruit, thrive from one another. <laughs> I likes it. I like it a lot. So join us at 773-897-6235 and spread your gift of free speech. J Talks to the People can be found on iTunes, YouTube, Google, and Facebook. So people, be easy. Listening to Jay Talk to the People Radio. Let's turn it up a notch. folks thank you for being with me i'm the host jay and we'll continue on with the idea and method of thinking about it when i ask you a question or when you're provided with decisions carefully consider 
and think about the choice, step, and the move that you'll make. Well, you know, it's very interesting. Um, I would think the last few days that I've really learned quite a bit of things. I mean, they say, you know, you learn something new every day. And with all the things that I come across on a daily basis, uh, usually I find material on YouTube or online and find a lot of response videos to different current events, different topics, you know, and I learn different things from all different sorts of views. And one thing I would like to see from folks, and this is something to food for thought, is to not be have a one-sided or myopic view, not have a, you know, biased view. You know, look at things from all angles. Look at things from all angles, all perspectives, much as possible. That's something to think about. So without getting too far into that, uh, getting back into this dialogue between these folks that are talking about problems and they're talking about supposedly so-called solutions that when the action is applied to the issue, we just create smaller or other problems along with it, maybe dismantling the previous problem, but now we've got a new host, new set of other problems. So we're getting into that. We should blame the government for not handing them the money. We should blame the single mother for putting the child in the precarious position in the first place. Similarly, we shouldn't say, uh, well, uh, we're going to put people out of work if we uh, shut down the car plants. We should say, we're trying to help people around the earth. We're trying to help people live a better, have a better quality of life. They don't have to suffer all these side effects of pollution, of uh, you know, cancers, or petroleum products, etc. In the manufacturing of cars, we're trying to help people's life. We're trying to improve the quality of life, not have a short-term solution just so you can feed your family for that one day. We're concerned with the future of the entire human race, not just you and your family having a meal. There will be hardships. There will be hard decisions. Just like if I use a hammer to cut a cake, the cake will be fucked up. Now, should we just say, well, we gotta? thousands of dollars into rebuilding that cake and uh, or do we figure out that we shouldn't use a hammer with a cake we should use a knife, we should use something that's functional and we should do things in a functional way so we don't have these long term repercussions These we don't become latched into these industries that we shouldn't even have just like for example, stripping porn, I mean it's a billion dollar industry everybody's into it, imagine if we just said no porn today, it'd affect thousands of lives but consider how porn right now is damaging the very fabric of relationships with society of guys. Uh, you know, they're jerking off every day when they should be fucking a woman. They should be getting into relationships when they're jerking off the porn. This creates all kinds of problems. Now we would say, well, if we got rid of porn, we put people out of jobs. But again, we have to look at the big picture, not just the little problem that we're going to create by trying to address the root problem. Right, okay, so we can take porn as an outlet for suffering when uh, women are 
relationships. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. So they're creating problems for guys, and guys can't get their sexual needs met. So in the meantime, why not porn? But I would say, why tolerate feminism? Why tolerate the very thing that's causing the need for porn? Why tolerate the very thing that's causing the need to go to strip clubs? Why tolerate the very thing that's causing the need for these guys to get sucked into these into these positions where they shouldn't be in in the first place? So I think the same thing. I think the same thing applies to homosexuality. Yes, you can get side benefits from it, and but again, design-wise, it doesn't make sense. Just like the principle of the design, whenever you abuse the design, the function of something, there's going to be a price to pay, and it's not going to be a good price over time. I'm not saying that the function caused by. Well, just like, how would you say, uh, okay, you could make the same cases. I, I'm smoking a cigarette. I just blow smoke in the air. It was hurt. It seems perfectly fine to me. It's not one cigarette, though. It's a cumulative effect of billions of cigarettes over a long period of time that causes a culture of problems. It's not just one drink. It's an alcoholic generation. It's a binge-drinking generation over a long period of time that causes problems. It's not just fucking one hoe. Just one guy fucking a chicken and just leaving. It's a generation of men fucking hoes, irresponsible, creating single mothers, uh, and then you have a whole generation of masculinity guys uh, perpetuating feminism. They're the engine behind feminism now. They're, that is fucking themselves over. It's fucking men over in general. So, yeah, sure, it's just one thing. Just one homosexual couple just uh, look like they're in love and make it out. No problem. But it's the huge cumulative effect that eventually eventually you will see the problem manifest itself. And once it's that big and that generational, it's very hard to undo the damage. And it's very hard to just say, show me the problem. Show me it. We have to we have to be smart. We have to look at the principle of function. When we see a, fun, a, a design is being violated, its function is being violated, there's a detrimental result. That's all we need to know. From, from small-scale hammer to grand-scale smoking, cigarettes, homosexual, like whatever, a dysfunctional use of something. We just look at the principle. We don't need to look at each every individual case. If we did, if we wait around for each individual case, we'd be dead. If we wait around for the cumulative effects that happen, we'd, we'd be beyond repair. Just looking with the cars, we're beyond repair now. How, how can we foresee it just creating the car? We go, oh, it's great. It's a great invention. We get to go from point A to point B a uh, hundred times faster. How can that be wrong? Well, look at look at cities now. They're designed around cars. They're designed around, you consider this? Cities. The places where you live are designed around an invention that wasn't always there. The roads, traffic, the ticketing people on the road, how the city generates its income. It's all designed around an invention that was, ne- was never there the whole time. Just came into, we, just, we just made this invention and now we accommodate, the whole society has to accommodate the problem. But how are you going to see that if you're just there on the first day of the creation of the car? You say, oh, look at the car. If you're not smart and you don't look at the principle behind the behavior, it's very easy to be fooled. It's very easy to glamorize. I would argue they are. You don't? Yes. You don't mind? I do mind. I wish I didn't have a car. I wish I didn't have to drive. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to drive, though. Well, I have to get to work. Again, we've designed society around the problem. We've accommodated the problem, and we've made it near impossible to undo the damage of the problem. You realize, jobs now, you know, we have jobs out of the city because of transportation. We can do that now. I mean, when we create a problem, we create a thousand other little problems that reinforce the problem. You're right. It is. It is very difficult. 
than responsible, but the cost is always greater. If somebody's smart and they look at cost, see, it's always greater. It's always going down. So it's like a bit of a family thing. You know, say you just say you need to drive in order to get to work in order to make money, right? You know, are you are you being more functional by actually you know driving and there's not there's no more functional. people jade the host here sometimes i get questions from potential and prospective guests asking what's your show about where do you see your show going what is it that you really want the folks to know i say ask the folks hey they are the ones that make the show what it is when they call in they have interesting ideas views and thoughts that's what it's all about see i may be hosting the show or hosting alongside a co-host but the people make the show and in turn learn grow breed produce fruit thrive from one another i likes it i like it a lot so join us at 773-897-6235 and spread your gift of free speech. Jay Talks to the People can be found on iTunes, YouTube, Google, and Facebook. So people, be easy. Alright people, welcome back. We're wrapping up to the final minutes of the Think About It series think about it part two let's continue yeah you just look at what, what porn is a chick uh, getting fucked on film and then you pay to jerk off to it i mean if you just look at it you go what that's normal that's normal now that's normal now we make jokes about it it's no big deal so you strip clubs that's the car that's exactly what the car is it's like come on bro i drove i grew up driving i, I learned about a stick shit 
just part of life. Driving a car, right? They're romanticized. It's part of films. You see a film, you go, oh, that dude's driving that car. It's so fucking cool. I want to get that car. Oh, it's part of, I see James Dean run out of coffee in the past. I want to get that car. I have that feel to it. We so romanticize things. It's the same thing that advertising does. When you when you want to sell a damaging idea or product, you look turn to the smoking industry. You know, you got a cowboy. What's more sexier than a cowboy getting a cigarette while he's got, you know, a dirty guy, rough and tumble. He's a real man's man. He's smoking a cigarette. Well, now you've embedded the problem. We have a culture that just embeds the problem. So, over time, it just gets worse. It doesn't get better. You have a job right now. Great. You have transportation right now. Great. All these conveniences right now. Great. Well, if everything's so convenient and so great, why do we have Elliot Roger? Why do we have John Holmes? Why do we have people trying to rip apart society if society's so great, if technology's so great? Because people are becoming more isolated. They're becoming, becoming more neurotic. They're becoming more dysfunctional. Forming relationships, they don't even know how to. They don't know how to talk to people, and they reinforce the problem with the help of psychologists and psychiatrists who offer bullshit diagnoses like you're asking, you have Asperger's, you're an Aspie, you're autistic. You know, some people they'll just they just hear things on the news and it's like, oh, I'm either As- I either have Asperger's or I'm autistic, as if those are just valid diagnoses. These are the problems. I have ADHD. I have ADHD. Um, how they relate to people is, is 
determined or changed by uh, how they're trained to socialize. I mean, you hear a lot of guys that talk like this, and they're very offended, and you wonder, is that just them? Are they just born that way? Or do they not also have problems in other areas where they can't get things they want because they don't know how to socialize, they don't know how to speak up for themselves? They don't know how to put a period at the end of their sentence when they speak. They're always asking permission to speak in their body language and their attitude and so forth. So we teach them how to do things functionally, and then we, as a result, we see their life change. But there's a guy here who has digestive problems. I didn't say go see a, a dietary specialist. I didn't say uh, go wear a Depends undergarment. I told him learn how to socialize first. Then we'll worry about the symptoms of poor socialization afterwards. So there are two numbers who are both
This has been another edition of J Talks to the People Radio, and we're telling you to live life.